0: Time is 26 minutes past eight on the 14th of April 2013. My name is Geraint Thomas.
1: And I'm Simon Payne.
0: And you're listening to episode 40 of Errand of Mercy.
1: It's a Sunday evening record. It,
0: it, it is a Sunday evening uh, episode of Errand of Mercy. I, are we breaking any commandments? I don't I feel think so. I kind of feel like somewhere in the Bible, it's sort of like vow shout not podcast. You shall not, po-
1: not podcast on the Lord's day. Why well, is yeah. a day of rest? I don't, I don't feel, this doesn't feel like work to me yet. It's a restful, although, ac-
0: yeah, it's a, it is a restful activity. You know, if prophetic. anything, yeah, if anything, I think we're glorifying in the Lord's creation with yeah. this podcast. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I think so. So, so whatever, whatever religion, creed or color you are, uh, revel in the Lord's creation with us t- <laughs> tonight on the Lord's day. Um, <laughs> You know, I think that um, tonight feels like the perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. You know, I think it feels like the perfect night for breakfast at midnight and to fall in love with strangers, Gee, That's what I think. What? (laughs) What What the fuck just happened? What's, What's the problem, man? We're happy, free, confused and lonely at the same time and it's miserable and magical.
0: I don't, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the sort of thing that is happening what's,
1: here. What's wrong, man? Tonight's, tonight's a night that we forget about the deadlines. So it's time to record the podcast. It's good. It's a good night. Um, Those were the uh, lyrics of uh, of the latest Taylor Swift song, 22. Oh. <laughs> okay,
0: because, you know, that was, that was, That was kind of panic attack inducing.
1: That's how I find find Taylor Swift uh, to be like that as well. She comes at you with a lot of themes and thoughts all at once. Yeah, just Uh, like dumps
0: that on you. I don't
1: know. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Calm down, please, Taylor. (laughs) Taylor, you're making a lot of statements at the top of this podcast. Please, Taylor, don't be so swift. Oh, he's done it again. Here we are. Sunday. Maybe Sunday's the night. Sunday's the night to record podcasts, obviously, if we're yeah. this on the ball.
0: You know, we kind of come to this show with news, events, things that have been happening. Yes, indeed. There,
1: is, there are certain
0: people out there who I think provide us with a lot of material on this show. Yes, they are. There's one person who's extremely consistent um, with his contribute. a friend of the show. If I you think
1: it's know. safe to say. He's probably uh, not aware of it, but he is uh, nonetheless. I,
0: yeah, he is a friend of the show. We are, of course, talking about Justin Biber. And um, and this Sunday, I mean, it's a good thing we're recording on a Sunday because this Sunday, um, Justin Biber's done something quite extraordinary. Yeah, it's
1: uh, um, it's breaking news. It's breaking Biber news. It, we're it really see
0: is. Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I believe this happened sort of earlier on today. So yep. this is properly breaking news. Um, as I think it's been discussed before on the show, Justin Bieber is still on his European tour. Yep. He's been travelling around the capitals of Europe um, and Nottingham.
1: Yes, of course, for some reason.
0: Performing for hordes of screaming girls. Um, this, this week took him to uh, the lovely country of the Netherlands. Um, hello to any of our Dutch listeners. I don't know if we have any. It'd be nice if we did because Neverland's a lovely place. But uh, Justin Bieber's there and he uh, popped into Amsterdam, uh, that great historical um, capital city of Europe. And, um, you know, he was taking in some of the sights, as he would. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when you say Justin Bieber's gone to Amsterdam, there are are already a lot of directions the story could go. There
1: is. There is a lot of directions. Because, you know,
0: I mean, Amsterdam is a city of multiple delights. <laughs>
1: I think it's fair to say. <laughs> that should be on their sign on the is way it... into Amsterdam. Welcome to Amsterdam, a city of multiple delights. By the way,
0: he wasn't uh, perhaps going for the seedier side of things. He decided to um, kind of indulge in some of the city's uh, extensive history. Yeah, um, you know, which I have a great deal of respect for him for doing that. He, um, and he visited the uh Anne Frank house, that uh, famous, uh, that famous historical uh monument of Amsterdam. So, yes. um, went to the Anne Frank house, had a look around, and um, he, he made a statement <laughs> on exiting <laughs> that uh, that sort of museum, of course. Of the um, you know, the, that you know, that museum dedicating the obviously the terrible tragedy that befell Anne Frank uh, during the Holocaust, yeah. Um, this is, this is what uh, Justin Bieber had to write in the uh, in the guest book of Anne Frank House. Truly inspiring to be able to come here. Anne was a great girl. Hopefully, she would have been a believer
1: Yes, nice, good, well done, well done, <laughs> sir. Good. Um, what? <laughs> the, see, the problem I have with this, like, it's like the problem I have with this is it it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, what angle are you coming at? The world from here, Mr <laughs> Mr. Biber, Mr. Bieber, Mr. Biber Bieber.
0: Because yeah, I mean the first the first part of it is it was in, an inspiring kind of visit, fair enough. Anne was and was a great person, fair enough. Hopefully she would have been a believer, a fan of Justin Bieber.
1: Hopefully would have been a fan of me.
0: Yeah. Um so I mean, already, uh, you know, a somewhat crass thing to say. Yeah, I you know it has to be said. I think that's what a lot of the uh, the news is focusing on. That's sort of, yeah, to say, kind of, I. It would have been great if this victim of the of the Holocaust would have been my fan. Um, is Justin suggesting that if Anne had lived until the present day, she would be a fan of Justin Bieber? Because possibly. She would have been a bit old, I think. She would you know, have maybe that would have his,
1: passed her by.
0: It's not her not his target demographic. No, not really. So, so, you know, we get rid of that. Um is Justin Bieber saying that he would have liked like to have been alive during the period of the Holocaust when Anne would have been in his uh, in his target demographic. It's um, <laughs> Just you know
1: so confusing. I don't and, understand where are you coming from with this? Where I'd is like, because narcissistic obviously but you know he's a pop star it's narcissistic and that's what they do but it's just a really weird thing to say it's a really weird thing to say about any historical character from anything like yeah does he write this
0: on a lot of you know when he visits historical monuments i'm sure he does like all the time yeah yeah um yeah does he kind of you know is is he visiting sort of historical tombs like he, when he was in London? Did he go to see the tomb of Sir Isaac Newton and then sort of write sort kind of like you know tr- truly inspiring? Uh, Isaac was a great person. Hopefully, he would
1: have been a believer. No, I don't think that Isaac Newton's in his target demographic though. I think like we're we're thinking like visiting the um, the the wherever Joan of Arc is buried, right? Like, yeah, Joan of Arc, cool girl. Uh, she she listened to some good voices. I heard. Maybe she should consider my voice as a, <laughs> as a teen starlet. Yeah. Who, we, who else do we think? What other What other female um, what historical are, um, yeah. people would be? What if the
0: graves of young women could buy for visits?
1: You've got Joan of Arc, um, Arc. Budacere, maybe. Boudicire? She maybe. seems like she'd be a bit more of a Florence and the Machine kind she, of lady. Do you think?
0: I, I don't know. I, to me, I would have said Budacere is probably a fan of Adele. I no, you say. reckon? Yeah, I think, you know, she's, I don't know exactly how old boots here was, but, you know, I'd say sort of, sort of late 30s, early 40s, probably, you know, she'd sort of established herself as okay. Queen of the Britons or whatever. Yeah, I think she's sort of in the age group to um, to be uh, liking Adele, personally. Florence
1: Nightingale? Do you Fl- reckon she'd be a believer? I think she would have been. I you think, reckon? Yeah,
0: I, I, I think I think when Florence Nightingale was treating the people in the hospitals of Crimea, I imagine she I can imagine her sort of humming along to the latest hits of uh, of Biber.
1: <laughs> do you want to know? Do you want to know an interesting fact about Florence Nightingale that you probably already know? Go ahead. Uh, she invented medical statistics. I, I, yeah, I did already know Yeah, that. yeah you know, everybody <laughs> read, read up on that, people, because that's some cool shit right that's,
0: there. That is Some interesting and cool shit. That's
1: um, <laughs> that's the the errand of mercy top tip for this week. Just uh, read up on uh, read up on your Florence Nightingale. <laughs> yeah, but, hey um,
0: hey listeners, listeners, um, how about you read about the history statistics? It's great stuff.
1: It's great. <laughs> it genuinely is though. Honest, <laughs> I know nobody will believe us, but it genuinely <laughs> is quite interesting oh so so we're, so we're saying that Anne Frank and um and Florence Nightingale would be would be believers we definitely but maybe not few other female historical um people
0: yeah no I, I mean it, it I, I think it unfortunately does some, say something about history Simon that we're having such a hard time thinking of female historical <laughs> yeah, it, figures like yeah, right? it
1: does doesn't it um Marie Curie Mary maybe. Curie, maybe. maybe a young
0: Queen Victoria. I oh, no. bet. No, seriously, I bet she she would have been amused by the antics <laughs>
1: <laughs> of 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 um, Squire Justin of Bieber, as he would have been known back in those days. <laughs> the thing that's kind of surprised me about this whole thing, as well, is how angry people have got about it because it's it's so out of nowhere that you just can't really be angry about it. You just got to be like what <laughs> yeah like i don't I, I mean i find it very despite how angry i
0: get on the show about everything i find it very hard to to have any sort of hatred for anyone and yeah this is more confusing yeah than anger inducing yeah, anger-inducing. yeah. I, I think most of the things that justin biber get up gets up to a more confusing yeah thing. he's a
1: very confusing character isn't he, <laughs> he is, yes
0: yeah. yeah he's a, he's an interesting person who i don't understand and I, d- I don't think we ever will no i think in hundreds of years people will be visiting his grave and asking questions about him because <laughs> he'll be such a strange figure
1: yeah that wherever wherever they build that bronze statue like the one they've got of Michael Jackson outside of, where is it? What what football stadium is that that has the Michael Jackson statue uh, outside?
0: It's whichever football team um, Mohammed, uh, Mohammed Al-Fayed owns, isn't it? Because yeah. he's like mental. Yeah, because,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other thing that we don't necessarily need to go into. Um, some other things that have been happening in popular culture that have confused us um in the last couple of days because obviously it's um it's only been it's been less than a week since we recorded less last week.
0: yeah it, i mean it's all kind of recording a show like having gone from having you know a month <laughs> yeah basically it's going down to five days is a yeah. bit of a it's a bit of a step really <laughs> yeah
1: me and um me and my fiance have been um We've been watching a lot of normal people TV this weekend. Just We like to dip in from time, time every now and again just to see what the world's working with TV-wise. Yeah. And um, I'd like to bring two points to the table. First of all, Britain's Got Talent has started again. That okay. first, I believe it leads the vanguard of mawkish judge talent shows that start up around this time and run until Christmas. Right, so it starts okay. with this, then you've got your the voices and X-Factors that run until Christmas. Yeah. Um, Britain's Got Talent has managed to, uh, to to create a more scathing parody of itself than any satirist could make. It's, it's amazing, and I'd like to share it with you. Oh, um, please.
0: I mean, it's not a show I watch, so I'm quite intrigued to hear what your thoughts on it. You
1: know what the format of Britain's Got Talent is, 80G. Um, I
0: mean, I'm. Ass- it, it works like all these, I mean, literally I'm assuming, because this is how out of touch I am with, you know, modern culture. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people turn up at a big hall, um, do their talents, and then the best, and I put that in quotation marks, are chosen to go to a sort of yeah. a TV studio to perform. Yeah, and it's um, they perform in the Royal Cowell. Variety
1: performance. Is it Simon um, Cowell? Yes, he's one of the judges. It's, right, it's okay. one of his vehicles. Right, okay. Um, and the uh, and the the act that wins performs at the Royal Variety um, every um, every year. They're one of the acts. That's what they're competing for. Um, now, last year, a dancing dog won.
2: Excellent.
1: Uh, are you that, aware of that? Are You aware that I've, happened last year?
0: I'm not aware that happened, but actually yeah. that sort of improved my perception of Britain's yeah. Got Talent. I've got to say.
1: So um, so the the bar has been set not particularly high for this year.
0: But yeah, you've got to be able to dance dance better than a dog essentially. Yeah.
1: And and um so this year there's been a num- number of things already which I've been quite impressed by. There was like a a shadow puppetry team who were who would like used their bodies to create structures behind a um a, a, a screen and told a story of um of two lovers one of which goes off to war and dies, uh which was quite poignant and quite impressive. They're probably my pick to win at this point. Um, a 14-year-old boy with cerebral palsy who um, is probably one of the most talented stand-up comedians that I have ever heard. Oh,
0: you're making this sound like quite a good show so far. Yeah,
1: so those are the two good things, Um, Mm. literally the only two good things. There was also an 11-year-old girl who sings like an adult, which, you know... It's always a, a big crowd pleaser when that, ha- that, when that happens.
0: Yeah, when someone sings in a voice that's slightly unusual for their appearance, people yeah. always enjoy
1: that, yeah. That, uh, that appears to be a thing that, that all of these shows thrive on. Um, mm. The thing is, um, this 11-year-old girl chose to sing the song One Night Only. Are you aware of this song? The lyrics of the song, I started to notice as, um, as she sang it, are uh, essentially about a one-night stand.
0: Right, that—that's what—that's what, that's what uh, Jennifer Hudson meant by "one night only," and yeah. this was yeah. an eleven-year-old girl. Singing. Yeah,
1: you've it's... got "one night only, one night only." That's all we have to spare. One night only. Let's not pretend to care. One night only. One night only. Come on, big baby, come on. Sang this eleven-year-old girl. Mm, Yeah, and and uh, she got standing ovation, and she was progressed to the next round. Now. Call me a conservative, G, but I don't think that's appropriate for an eleven-year-old girl with too much makeup on to be singing.
0: Yeah, no, I I I agree with that. I mean, hopefully, may I don't know how this works. I'm assuming like in the next round she'll be asked to do sort of another song, maybe it's not that song. Well, yeah, maybe I don't yeah. know. We'll see. I, I'm kind of intrigued to see where that goes. Whether they whether they kind of like kind of. Cut that down or ramp it up because it could go either way. That's probably
1: going to get ramped up. Probably going to get ramped (laughs) up. Probably is, isn't it? It might not. So it might not because she is eleven. If she was sixteen, then that would get ramped up. But she's not. Yeah.
0: So yeah, if she was sixteen, it would get ramped up, and we'd still be kind of like a bit squeamish about it. But. Other people would consider that appropriate, but yeah, yeah, eleven, eleven is much too young to be asking someone to it, it kind of meet them for a one night stand or whatever. Yes,
1: yeah, is it exa- exactly uh, So that was one way that you could take the song. So it's it's a quite quite explicitly about a one night stand. But another another um, way that you could look at the song that it's a it's a song about the fleeting nature of fame. Um and oh. Th- and and with that, this eleven-year-old girl has has unwittingly um, won at satire by singing a song which is far too sexually mature for her, and about the fleeting nature of fame and winning a TV talent contest with it.
0: Well, I mean that is a level I will have not have. I would not have read. So I'm glad we've got you here. <laughs> 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 this this is what the show needs it needs your incisive and kind of in-depth look at the lyrics of music to read into these things that some would
1: say unnecessarily heard. incisive some um, would
0: say uh i wouldn't obviously. well that's good
1: <laughs> i feel better now <laughs> good that, that, that i i look that deep so yeah uh, that's what happened on britain's got talent and i was quite impressed i feel that maybe she's uh, she's doing this on purpose and she's actually maybe she's like an author in disguise. Like she's oh. gonna she's gonna unzip that suit and there's gonna be like a a, a midget social commentator inside who's gonna be like, Do you realise what you've just done? And everybody'll be like, Oh, we'll have to think about our lives. That would be a hell of an act. That would be an <laughs> now, now that's act. like amazing meta talent show. Yeah.
0: Like if the Royal Variety performance they opened up their suit and inside was a smaller per- a smaller adult person who just yeah, who he just had spent their set at the Royal Variety just dissecting what had happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would really change the world. Don't think that's gonna happen. No.
1: But no, you know because you know we it's... never we never like to rule out any possibilities in their end of mercy, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's hope that happened happens, but it probably won't. My fiance suggested that we should go on Britain's Got Tan and just do a live podcast re- record. Yeah. See how long we can go on with on with it before they <laughs> kick us off.
0: <laughs> Actually, I mean, I, I would say after the full hour they might consider it, but you know, not before <laughs> then. Let's be let's be realistic here, Simon.
1: <laughs> we could we, probably we could probably do all right.
0: Who would cut? Who would cut this flow of information and and humor? No one. That too.
1: Yeah, because I think that that jokes about North Korea and Justin Bieber would fly quite well on um, on Britain's Got Talent. I think they'd enjoy that kind of thing. I yeah. imagine they'd like they'd wheel us on from from right of stage, just like us like my bedroom setup that I record from and your bedroom setup, but like on a stage next to each other. They would wheel us on, and we just go. Yeah. It's literally be like the time, and everybody like, what's this? <laughs> what's Who are these people? Well, apparently they're apparently they're Grant Thomas and Simon Payne, and what they they they're talking about? Uh, they're talking about Warwick Davis pretending to be a gecko. This doesn't really make any sense, but I enjoy it. Um, and then we get on the Royal Variety Performance. Yeah, that probably wouldn't happen though, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I- another thing that we were that we were watching is. um Basically, my fiancé has decided that what we should do is go on Don't Tell the Bride. Um, right. I don't I, want to do that, though. And
0: I Don't Tell the Bride is the show where the TV company pays the groom a certain amount of money to set up the wedding, and yes. the bride is not allowed to know anything about what's happening. That's is the there. one, yeah. Until, obviously, the day of the wedding. Yeah. when. I think most of the time it turns out that the wedding is gaudy and terrible, but in a way that the bride enjoys. B-
1: because the bride is also gaudy yeah. and terrible. Because uh, she's
0: the sort of person who would agree to have her wedding funded by a TV studio. Exactly,
1: exactly. So um, my fiancé has suggested that we do that. It's also the best man uh, helps helps organise it. So it would be me and you organising a um, organising a wedding together. We'd have three weeks to do it. Right, um, And this sounds like my own personal version of hell. I don't know about you. What, what
0: me organ- helping to organise <laughs> no, your just, wedding? Just
1: me and you being trapped <laughs> in a situation where we have three weeks to organise my wedding. Um, <laughs> just seems like I'd organise somebody else's in three weeks. Fuck it, that'd be a laugh. But yeah. my own wedding, there's a, there's a vested interest in there that, that, that kind of terrifies me that we'd have to do that um and she said that it'd be it'd be really funny and i was like i don't think it'd be really funny should i think about how famous your podcast would get and i was like hmm and i was like no don't <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare pull the podcast on this don't bring the um, podcast into this
0: you know i i i'm incredibly disappointed you you didn't think about our, our podcast in letting me ruin your wedding <laughs>
1: What would we theme it after? We could theme it. Because like, me and that's me and my fiance have... already have a reasonable plan of a cool wedding, so we'd have to do something that's definitely not that. Do you yeah, reckon that's, that's Star Trek thing... wedding?
0: Star Trek wedding. I, I could definitely give you a lot of advice on a Star Trek The wedding. most,
1: The most canonically accurate Star <laughs> Trek wedding ever created.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and I wouldn't let you have a Klingon wedding. That's just no. ridiculous. No, no, don't be stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not racist but but i don't want my wedding to be a quick klingon wedding
0: if if i if i was to um choose could i could i officiate your wedding as captain kirk um like at the beginning of the episode balance of terror where captain kirk marries two crew
1: members i'm not sure if um if if english um matrimony laws recognise fictional Starfleet captains as, as registrars or um, people who can marry other people unfortunately um, I wish it did we could um, set
0: that up. There must be, like, I, I could get qualified to, to officiate a wedding. There must be some way I, mean, I could get a license that said this person is allowed to legally marry people as long as he is dressed as Captain Kirk out of off of Star Trek.
1: <laughs> as long as, like, with the stipulation that yeah. he must be dressed as Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's got to be
0: available that's got to be an option
1: be. because you've got to respect our um our needs as well as as horrific nerds so <laughs> so so i don't no i don't want to do that um but, wow. but yeah don't tell the bride is it? i think it's kind of a sweet show we've watched quite a few episodes and and it is kind of sweet and it never really ends up that badly they only had one horrific failure where, um, where, where the groom basically spent all the money on getting his mates to Las Vegas, and then not much else, and uh, they didn't end up getting married. Surprise, surprise, surprise! Um, yeah, uh, but but a a show which I thought was truly psychotic that I've um, I've become aware of recently is called Bridal Plasty. Have you heard of Bridal Plasty, G? It's is
0: this the show where the brides get plastic surgery? Yes indeed.
1: That is exactly what it is.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, I, that's that's all I know about it and that's really enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's um it ran from November 28th in 2010 to January 30th, 2011 on the E broadcast network. Um so so that it's it's long finished now and it didn't get it, it didn't get funded for a second season, which surprises me not yeah. at all. <laughs> um, but, but I caught a rerun of it, um, with at my fiance's a couple of weeks ago and it is the craziest show. Like, so it's like a knockout thing. And there are 12 women who want to, uh, who, who want this, uh, who want the, uh, who want the plastic surgery and, and expensive wedding. Uh, the winner of the series was a lady called Alison. I thought it was A L I S O N is is the standard spelling. This is A L L Y S O N.
0: The Y is weird. I'm pretty sure double L's kind of common. If that's you pronounce it like that. Allison, that's really stupid. Though. I can't get behind that.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's how it's spelled. So that's that's what I'm going to do. Um, so she won. But the weirdest thing is. The thing that freaks me about this show is like what well, it 's massively enabling to women with with self esteem problems which i don 't think is very fair, like they 're like yeah you need you need this wedding and plastic surgery, or your 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 husband to be will never love you it 's uh, a weird combo it 's a
0: really weird combo like a show about brides I can understand a show about plastic surgery while psychotic, I can understand. But a show that like marries those two ele- elements, so to speak,
1: yeah, is a really fucking weird idea. But the, the the weirdest thing is like this guy's proposed to one woman and he's basically marrying a different woman because it's a lot of plastic surgery they're competing for here. Yeah, um, we're not talking like just a just a little nip tuck. It's a uh, it's a lot of different things. Yeah, I uh, mean, I
0: don't know, like other other dudes, like kind of like are they putting a rider on the engagements like i will marry you provided providing
1: that. you sort your fucking face out yes. because jesus christ woman
0: like <laughs> look you at got, yourself you like i know you You've got a great personality. You know, we've got a lot in common. You know, you've got a great sense of humor. You've got a brilliant mind. You know, you're so smart. However, your fucking
1: face. Like every time, like, you're like a gorgon. Every time I look at you, I feel like I'm turning to stone. So we better go on this show yeah. made by the E Network called Bridal Plasty. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, America, for that. <laughs> yeah
0: um but like as you say that's now long cancelled long so. cancelled that show but it this, ran for
1: an entire season though uh, yeah
0: no no one no one thought to stop that no half to stop
1: it halfway through you know like firefly firefly <laughs> didn't even get in didn't even get an entire season gee uh, i'm not sure if you were uh, not sure if you knew but but firefly didn't even get an entire season uh, this uh, this got a whole season yeah 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 <laughs> it's not it's not acceptable I don't find that acceptable. Um,
0: so this week, obviously, you've been watching a lot of TV, by the of it. Yeah, effect.
1: and uh, while I, it's while I've been working on costume stuff, and my uh, fiance has been coding, so you know, it's not all normal. It's yeah. It, it, I hate it, to disappoint our <laughs> listeners by saying I just spent an entire weekend w- watching TV. I've been gluing foam together for a big boss cosplay, and um, and Can my you... fiance. You yeah. kids with your... With you, your you kids.
0: You kids with your costumes and with your Java games.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not all been normal this weekend. But, yeah, what what's going on, normal TV? Because you're kind of crazy still.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not normal, normal TV. Yeah.
1: Stop being not normal, normal TV.
0: Last week... We talked about um, we we mentioned it uh, just a little bit earlier on. You mentioned Warwick Davis in a gecko suit. Yeah. Um, we talked about ferrets on steroids being passed off as poodles. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. Um, Listen to last week's show. It, we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know our listeners enjoyed it too which is great um and uh meg who is sort of i think like the show's number one fan basically, basically
1: she's essentially the unofficial the unofficial president s what's what's the female it's president just president okay the unofficial president of our non-existent fan club <laughs> i pretty sure that's put true. that on your fucking cv <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: so Meg got in touch with us with another story on exactly the same theme, which is that news that um, entire flocks of sheep have been shipped um, around the world to countries as diverse as the uk australia and australia to japan so these these sheep
1: have been shipped to japan and sold as poodles amazing what Why? so nobody knows what a poodle looks like i guess
3: (laughs) i guess no one on
0: earth has ever actually seen a
1: poodle do (laughs) poodles actually exist maybe they don't maybe we've never seen a poodle maybe those were actually like basking sharks Maybe that's what a basking shark actually is. That's what a basking shark is. <laughs> that's what they look like. But we've been wrong all this time. Yeah. I guess poodles aren't a thing. Poodles just
0: straight aren't a thing. Well, maybe they're it's just, just not. It's just other animals. Someone, like, if you look back, do you think someone in, like, the 1920s or something, some, like, sort of sleazy salesman, just was like, oh, yeah, I've got these great new dogs.
1: <laughs> Everyone in France has one of these dogs. Dogs. During the roaring 20s, some kind of like flim flam salesman was like, Hey, darling, you want the new trend in Paris? <laughs> it's a dog <laughs> These beautiful French poodles. They call them poodles. Don't ask me. Ha 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 ha. And then they buy like sheep. <laughs> yeah, it was sheep. So
0: yeah, uh, apparently what happened was Maiko Kawakami, who is a Japanese actress, yeah. um, went on um, went on a television talk show um, and showed off some pictures of her dog, and then someone was like on the show was like that that's not a dog, that's a sheep. <laughs> So this is well, an
1: actress who's been who's been caught out by this. So
0: this is like a famous person live on TV, I guess, being told that her dog <laughs> is actually a sheep. <laughs> and, and so, like, basically, after this kind of like was revealed, loads of other people were like. I wonder if my dog's a dog and up to two thousand
1: people. Oh jeez. That's a lot. That's a grip of people as <laughs> That's well. That's a not grip of people. That's so many people. <laughs> That's a shitload of people, yes. <laughs> two thousand people had bought sheep thinking they were poodles. <laughs> Good work, everybody. What the fuck were they feeding them? I don't know, like dog food? <laughs> yeah, like well, I guess sheep might eat dog food, or maybe somebody told them they had very specific diets. they are a specific breed of poodle, i.e., the sheep kind that eat
0: grass. That eat
1: grass and nothing else. They they have very they're very fussy tastes. These poodles. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't so- get like yeah. So, so we we were saying check your poodles to make sure if they're uh, it, to find out if they're ferrets or not. Last week, this week we're saying just if you've got a poodle, I'd turn it loose because yeah. it could be literally anything at yeah. this point.
0: Yeah, if you've got a poodle, you don't have a poodle. Yeah. Yeah. essentially is what we're saying here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is what we're saying. Uh, so um, just check it, check it out this week.
0: Um and um and meg kind of ever the font of information that she is um went on to um updates on another story i talked about last week which was um people whispering at uh, at their food on youtube yeah. yeah
1: um
0: which i mean we were very we kind of i think we both assumed it was a sexual thing it's yeah. some but but it it
1: would it would appear that there were a number of females taking solace, and there was a sense of uh, of solidarity in these whisper eating videos. So it was it was a conundrum to say the least. Yeah.
0: and there was also the fact that there was this acronym, um, which was ASMR. Like they yeah. kept talking about ASMR, and it was it was really odd. Um, so Meg um, got in touch with me and told me what ASMR means.
1: What does it mean?
0: It means Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, Simon.
1: Uh, Well, now, what does that mean? (laughs) I (laughs) ask again, what does it mean?
0: Well, essentially, what it is, um, it's been described as a head tingle, a brain tingle, a brain massage brain-gasm. Um, it's apparently just a sort of a tingly, euphoric feeling in the head um, which people... Um, and, and triggers include goal-orientated tasks, soft speaking, role-playing, and music.
2: So it's so, a sex
0: thing? I don't think it's a sex... I don't think people are, like, getting off to it. I just think, well, what, what makes... Said is it's a thing where people where whispering and the sounds of things tapping on other things make people's heads tingle, and so people are making videos of for other people to enjoy getting oh, see. Okay. about. So they're we-
1: like getting high off of fat chicks. That's what we're saying. We're okay. getting high off of fat chicks whispering and eating. They're getting
0: high off of quiet fat chicks, yes, that's exactly what this is. I think that, that is possibly the most concise way of putting this. It line.
1: sounds like a conversation you overhear in a hospital waiting room between two conservative mothers, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah the the, ch- the kids on the internet, what, what's <laughs> happened? Oh, you'll never believe this, Sandra. Well, what is it? Well, I've heard they're getting high off of YouTube videos. No, <laughs> yes, I read it today in the paper. Like, but actually, that's the thing that's happening today, yeah, that's, right now. Somebody is doing that.
0: That's literally actually a thing that's happening. Is people yeah. are getting high off of fat chicks whispering at each other. Mm-hmm. It's.
1: I mean, it's like
0: I don't. I, I I feel less grossed out now that it's not a sex thing. Yeah. But you know, and it like, but I still didn't want to. I, I'm still unhappy that I know about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I might give it a crack. Yeah, see, uh, see, see what the highs like. How yeah, high I mean... can you get off of a YouTube video?
0: Well, like I said, I, I mean obviously I watched some of these and you know, I didn't I didn't get a brain tingle. You I got a, a deep tingle. sense of unease, but that that's not what <laughs> that's I'm asking. That's different
1: after. to a brain tingle. I got I didn't get a, a tingling in the brain. I I got a crawling of the skin though. Is that similar? Yeah <laughs> or is that or is that something else? I just wanna did, know. Did I get a bad whispering trip? Oh is shit, that... maybe maybe that's what it is. You can't handle your whispers. I can't handle my whispers. You've had too many whispers. You've OD'd on whispers. (laughs) What you're doing right now is you're whisper-holing, G, and um, you'll pull through, but you might wake up without your wallet. Hey, Simon, Simon, stop bogarting those whispers. Shut up, man. I paid for these whispers, okay? I know I brought them to the party, but I'm only sharing them with my friends. You're not cool enough to have some of my whispers, okay?
0: Pulse Pulse pack laptop over here. I want to get some of those whispers. No, man. want to get my tingle on. we
1: have already had enough whispers. (laughs) But now it sounds like we're, uh, to me, as an English person, it sounds like people are getting high off of the Cadbury's bubbly chocolate bar. (laughs) I'm jonesing for a whisper. Got to have is, it. It's like, yeah. put my hand straight through the front of a be- vending machine just to get to them.
0: See, so you say that. I'm pretty sure I'm, at some point I must have actually used the phrase. I'm jonesing for a whisper because that's the thing I say.
1: <laughs> Using the word jonesing in like general use, everyday situations. I use the word
0: jonesing all the time. I'm not even fucking kidding. Like. <laughs> It's such so, a good word. Like why not use it, it in every single word. possibility possible? Yeah. yeah. We
1: can't just let the um the junkies have it. We've got to repurpose that word. We've got to yeah. take it back off the junkies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um speaking about getting high. Yeah. Um, I have a story from the United States here, which is, uh, it's quite fun. It's this sort of story that sounds like it's part of, like, a high school, like, comedy movie.
1: Yeah, I I love these stories.
0: I I always love these stories. Um, This is from uh, the Ohio town of Laurelville, um, where Police Chief
1: Mike Berkemeyer, which is a great American An amazing Midwest name.
0: I, yeah, what is, like, Americans, where do you get these awesome names from? <laughs> yeah. America does, like, they're dominating the crazy, like, super American names. Like, they must have come from somewhere. Anyway.
1: They've so- got some, like, also, another thing I like about the Midwest of America, amazing, like, town names that shouldn't be town names, like, words that should never be town names. Like, like something like Volume Tennessee. Here, I'm here. I'm here in the city of Volume, Tennessee. Yeah. That's probably not even a city, but you know what I mean. Mobile, yeah. Oregon—is that a place? There's mobile. Mo- is a Mo- place. Al-
0: There's Mobile, Al- Alabama. That's it. Which is a great name. Yeah, like Mobile, Alabama. I yeah. hope. I hope there is a like a like a camper van, like dealership in Alabama called Mobile, Alabama. Yes. Or like a shop that sells mobility scooters. Yeah, Mobile Alabama. It's such a like that's such an obvious thing.
1: There's a niche. There's a hole in the market there. If it's not there, so uh, yeah, so American the... listeners that, that you leverage your uh, your American entrepreneurialism and <laughs> um, and move to Mobile Alabama and open a either a a mobility scooter or RV store. Anyway, <laughs> um... what happened here with with the drugs?
0: Um, yeah, so police chief Mike Birkinmar was. He he was he was he woke up in the middle of the night. He was quite hungry. He was jonesing for some cake, um, <laughs> and so he went to the kitchen and um, he he saw that his daughter had baked a cake.
1: Okay, good, uh, good. Oh, I know where this is going already, but carry on. His
0: teenage daughter had baked a cake, and so he um, he ate some of the cake and was still hungry. So he ate the entire cake. Lad, uh, I got up in the morning, ate it. The entire thing he then began to feel strange <laughs> all i can describe it as it as is it was the worst feeling in the world he said by I which he means it was the
1: best feeling in the world
0: i thought i was dying <laughs> um so he drove so what he did was the sensible thing to do when you feel um ill and it's, it's so ill that you think you're about to die he got in his car yeah of course and drove to the police station where he worked. Um, his fellow officers met him and were like, Dude, you seem a bit odd, and <laughs> took him to the hospital where they found out he was high as hell.
1: <laughs> just like, yeah, like they breathalyzed him or did a blood test and it just came back high as hell. That's all yeah. it said. No data, no no blood toxicity yeah. workup, just high as hell.
0: Yeah, it's it's um, thank you, Mr. Birkmeier. I've just got your test results back and um, I, I'm pleased to tell you um, it's nothing serious. You're just high as hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was revealed that essentially his daughter preparing for a party the next day, I believe, had made a cake um which she had laced with cannabis oil. Um, yeah. A cake designed, obviously, to be shared among several party guests, yeah. but her big, fat, greedy dad <laughs> just ate the whole thing. Um, it's a lesson
1: and, there somewhere.
0: And became, you know, and and basically somehow managed to OD on cannabis, which I think is an extremely <laughs> difficult thing to do. I don't think um,
1: you OD on it. I think it just makes you, like, crazy fucked up.
0: Yeah, I think he's just crazy fucked up now. Yeah, for a <laughs> um, week, but it's just so great. I mean, it literally is the plot from a high school movie, isn't it, is. it? Yeah. Like, and it's the fact that it's the police chief. You know, it's always the like in 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 those movies, it's always the uptight police chief yeah. or like whatever who gets high and then is like sort of an a party animal. Yeah, or
1: or like like some kind of crazy yogi style character. Yeah. Like, they, like they, they open up the door to his office and the strains of a mandolin are heard and he's just sat on his desk meditating.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because he's high as hell now. Yeah. He's yeah, like going, Hey, hey, what's up, police chief stick up ass or whatever he, <laughs> like whatever ridiculous name stick the right
1: up assassin, Yeah.
0: And it's like um, yeah, and then he's just yeah, Jones is some cake.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I um I once accidentally got high um on a trip to Egypt uh, with my dad. Um, now I used to go scuba diving with my dad occasionally yeah. in Charm. That's how I know about where it is and stuff. We used to stay there and go scuba diving, um, and they had this thing that they were they were offering where you like you get met on the edge of Sharm el Sheikh by by the Bedouins, and uh mm. they take you to like a uh, one of their camps their campsites on the on the edge of Sharm yeah and um you basically have a straight party with them which is really really cool but it's so I'm, out- I'm
0: like i'm guessing sort of camels like sort of flowy tents yeah, looking stars yeah it dark. was
1: full on like cool Lawrence of Arabia fun shit and like, you just like it just re- it's just really chill and fun, and there's dancing and fire walking and and really nice rustic, rustic food, and it was really cool. Um, yeah. And then then the shisha pipes came around, and yeah. um, they had two kinds of shisha pipe, and mm. um, and one of them was uh, there was what one kind was uh, you know for people who'd never done shisha before, another kind was for people who had who had done shisha before, and yeah. um, and I was there with my dad. And you know you know me kind of older teenager, wanted to show my dad that I knew the ropes, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I got this." I'll yeah, have, uh, I'll have the advanced shisha pipe, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll go for the advanced course. I'll
1: have, I'll have, I'll go for, uh, for difficulty level hard because I've been. I'm not sure if you've met me before, but I've been around a couple of yeah. times. Says yeah. the eighteen-year-old boy. Yeah, you
0: might not yeah. yeah, have met me, but I'm, I'm a pretty cool
1: dude. <laughs> kind of a cool rad dude, isn't that right, Dad? And, um, <laughs> so they give me this. Uh, so the guy looks at me. He's like, "You sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, hit me with your best shot. What you got? Come on, and um, and they give me some of this shisha, and I and I I take a big a big long draft of the shisha a shisha pipe. If you're not aware, it's like a it's like a communal bong, basically. It's a big bubbly uh thing with uh. It's got like usually kind of fruit flavored tobacco in the top of it. Yeah, um, and you breathe tradition. that down f- through water um, through a pipe, and um, it's very nice. Yeah. Um,
0: Anyone who's lived in Manchester for any period of time will have smoked a shisha at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This city is replete with shisha bars. So. Probably
1: more shisha um, pipes in, in in Manchester than there are actual people who um, who know what shisha means. Probably, yeah. So, so I'm, so I I, I take a big long draft from this, and things are cool. Everything's fine. I feel really good, and I'm chatting with my dad and stuff about what I want to do at university. And and how how everything's going to be cool, and um and then they do this thing where they they turn all the lights off in the camp so you can see the stars properly because they you're basically in the middle of the desert there. Yeah, they take so you quite the stars are amazing. Yeah, and the, yeah, the stars are amazing. But gee, the stars were more than just amazing for me. <laughs> so I'm so me and my dad are lying down on this big hot rock and like hmm. looking at the stars and talking about stuff. And we were saying how cool it is that if you stare at the stars, you kind of start to see more between them as your eyes adjust to the light. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And it's weird how some of them are like kind of tinted blue and some of them look really yellowy. And there's a pause. And my dad's like, yeah. I'm like, and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, they look like they kind of swirl. And you can kind of see the way that some of them are connected in constellations. And there's another pause. And my dad goes... Simon, I think you're a bit high. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you can't see the. Oh, (laughs) he's like, yeah, I think you're a bit high. And he's like, you have been talking a lot about metaphysical philosophy tonight. And I'm like, yeah, I I feel like I really understand it for the first time. He's like, I don't think you understand it at all. I just think you're a bit high. I'm like,
0: oh, I love your dad so much.
1: I kind of want to go home now. And he's like, "Yeah, maybe we should go back." And then we uh, went back to the hotel. And um, apparently, I snored a lot louder than I usually do. Yeah, I bet you
0: had an amazing night's sleep. But yeah, yeah, I've never
1: had such a restful night <laughs> night's sleep. So yeah, I have, like, Officer Stick Up Arson. I have yeah. been transformed into a like a, a star reading yogi by uh by the the transformational powers of weed um i'm not convinced i'd do it again though so well, yeah, get you know, high think, with your dad well yeah no like if i was gonna choose somebody to get high with it would be my dad though. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest because <laughs> i want to hear some of the shit that he's got to say after he's had uh after he's had a a a, a couple of puffs of the devil's tobacco <laughs> he's probably got some knowledge to impart to me (laughs) as a soon to be married man yeah Uh, so basically what I'm saying is dad hook a brother up (laughs) hook a son up if you will
0: so yeah you're listening to Errand of Mercy Um, if you want if you're enjoying listening to it please could you like our Facebook page uh, which is facebook.com forward slash Errand of Mercy and subscribe to the show on itunes or whatever you prefer to subscribe whatever it is you prefer because like that's cool that's like we like that we, we like, like it when
1: p- that happens we like when people listen
0: to the show and are open about the fact that they listen to the show i, think. There
1: are, like, I feel like i have we we do have a couple of covert listeners like there are people like uh, i uh part of my job involves me traveling to other labs um, yeah i work like i get contracted out to smaller labs to do surveys for them and stuff and there are people at those labs who have been coming up to me recently and been like but listen to your podcast i'm really good i'm like i don't think i've ever taught you about that yeah uh, not I, sure I, how you found out about it kind of a bit <laughs> weirded out now
0: no I, I i've had the same thing recently just people i've i've never really ever had like people i i Met, i don't think i've met or very least like haven't had a conversation with it's like oh yeah i really enjoy your podcast i was like oh cool mm. so yeah those people covert listeners um yeah. please like the facebook group because yeah. you know we like to see names of the people who are listening and numbers because it makes us you know it, it grows our e-penis essentially yeah,
1: but like i and and i need some boosting to that i need my e to be a bit bigger because <laughs> i'm losing i'm losing out to the teens you're losing out to the team. Well, I can't compete anymore, man, you because can't... they've got all that time to spend playing games like Dota and Warframe, and I just don't have the time. I can't put in the grind to get to the same level of proficiency they're at anymore. <laughs> so they're, like, calling me a fucking noob. I'm like, no, I'm just an, I'm an old now. That's what it is. I'm You're not an a noob. Old. I'm an old. I can't You're... help it, guys. <laughs> Kids, I'm doing my best here, but I'm old, and I've got a job.
0: Errand of Mercy, no longer noobs, just old <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's our new that's our new thing we're gonna push that
0: <laughs> so talking about teens and the teens who are kind of outdoing us in our day-to-day lives um, yes. we quite often like to talk about the sort of music they're listening to yes we do um, we quite often look to as we've already done earlier on in the show we like to sort of dissect the lyrics of the song we listening to yeah could, it, could perhaps use our use our old status <laughs> that we now have to uh, perhaps put a more mature eye on what the kids are listening to yeah these. we like
1: to uh, try and work it out yeah so um I, do you have some anything for us this week um, we've got um, I just I, I wanted to speak about the fact that, that you know we're, we're struggling to get started on spring and summer here in the UK. I think it's safe to say the weather doesn't appear to realize that yeah. it's supposed to be getting warmer. I can feel it in the atmosphere things are starting to feel a bit more springy but, but weather wise yeah. we're, we're really getting quite let down
0: yeah we're midway through April and we sort of had two nice days last week um, and then it kind of went back to being winter again so the,
1: the charts appear to be conspiring to push the spring summer agenda because we're already we've already got some um, some summer jams coming through
0: oh wow the summer yeah. jam that hasn't that's an early time for summer jams yeah. I mean usually at the very earliest they come in at May so really the music industry's taking the exact opposite approach from the weather
1: yeah. So um, I just wanted to uh, speak briefly. I've got two songs I wanted to, to, to cover tonight. One one of them, it's not really a shit music for terrible people. It just it features extensive uses of car and sex metaphors, which I just wanted to touch on. But, um, but also I'm, I'm saying my pick for this year's Summer Jam um, is, is the latest uh, Mr. 305 single. I'm talking about Mr. Worldwide, uh, a gentleman that I have a, a large degree of kinship with. This is Pitbull. Pitbull
0: um, of course, yeah.
1: He is uh he is at number 5 currently in the charts. He's up 3 places. He's had 4 weeks in the charts with this song. The thing I quite like about this song is it's kind of a charity project because he's featuring Christina Aguilera on it. <laughs> And I think it's quite nice that he's spreading a bit of that fame around.
2: Yeah,
0: it's it's like Pitbull's doing well for himself, but you know he he's willing to help people less um, less fortunate than himself, such as Christina yeah. Aguilera. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's also got a sample like it, it does that. So it's called "Feel This Moment," and I'm saying that this is going to be this is going to be playing in all the clubs in like Malaga, Magaluf, uh, in uh, in the the uh, Spanish Riviera. You know where the kids go. Where the kids gonna, go it's going to be playing in those clubs. It's going to be your holiday jam. I reckon it's going to be a bit of a summer jam. Um mainly because it 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 features um samples of a song by Aha. <anging> live 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 singing 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 <issued> that one. Yeah, that one. We all know that one. We all know well, they've that. taken that and they've turned it into like a ridiculous anthemic club banger. Um
0: that does seem like a surefire recipe for success. I'm, yeah. I'm 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 quite surprised someone's managed to get that sample. It seems like that's the sort of thing that you would never be able to sample in a million years. So yeah. that's a well, good work, Mister Pitbull. <laughs> so get
1: ready, get ready for entire clubs in um, in Ibiza um, going <speaking> in> forever. Yeah, um, we've got that to look forward to. Um, but yeah that's what i'm i'm saying that that already we've got possibly our summer jam
3: already?
1: i don't want to i don't want to jump in with both feet but it just it's got all of the it's got all of the iconography and tropes in it that will make it work in um, in English dominated resorts in yeah, in, yeah. in Europe
0: I just think it's too soon to call you I mean so? you're a brave man for putting you know you're putting yourself out there with I'm that putting it,
1: I'm putting my stones on the line with this one Gene. You know, yeah, I think yeah, this, this, this this pitbull kid he's a good kid he's going to go far.
0: To be fair, actually, Pitbull he's like, he's he's a supremely creepy person. Like, if you've seen any of his music videos, he does seem like the creepiest creep ever. But at the same time, like, anything, like, outside of music where I've ever seen him talking, like... He doesn't seem to take himself very seriously, so yeah. I, I'm kind of I can't I can't feel sort of too like upset about him being successful because he does seem like he's probably actually an all right bloke. Yeah, so. <laughs> probably. I think
1: he might be portraying a character. Well, I hope yeah. so. Let's hope that he doesn't go the way of um, of Steel Panther and allow himself to be consumed by that character and just yeah. become that person.
0: It, it's a risk. It's a risk that every sort of character driven. I think um musician and even sort of comedians and things it's something they have to they have to face that they may become their character yeah um so yeah i i do think it's two scenes call cool though simon
1: okay well, um, I'm, I'm I'm i
0: that. i'm going to i'm going to say um the last show we do of may at that point i will try and call the summer jam okay so so write that into your diaries uh, people you know be prepared to find out what i think the summer jam will we're be We're making
1: this our summer jam preview though this is yeah. our 2013 summer jam preview we're <laughs> saying we're saying pitbull featuring christina aguilera fill this moment that's going to be the jam could
0: be it could be a contender could
1: be a contender um another song i wanted to talk about in the charts is currently placed just below pitbull uh number six nelly is back Nelly, um, wow yeah yeah He's um he's been busy. He's been radio DJing. He's been a fashion designer. He's been a philanthropist.
0: He does get up to a lot, doesn't a busy he?
1: busy boy? Uh, but he's back doing music. He's got a song called Hey Porsche, uh, or Hey Porsche, depending on how you pronounce it.
0: Yeah, um, we, we were discussing this before the show. I believe it's pronounced Porsche. Simon prefers Porsche. We'll see. I think
1: I'm sure that what what I'm saying is I'm I'm sure. It, it's supposed to be pronounced Porsche, but I don't care. It just <laughs> seems like it should have a silent E at the end. Right. Um Um So yeah, it's a it's a song called Hey Porsche and it's basically designed specifically around uh around, you know, innuendo featuring um a lady called Porsche um, yeah. and the car called Porsche.
0: Yeah, it it's it's a fun little bit of wordplay, a sort of a little bit of a pun that that Nelly's working on there. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Um it gets pretty filthy though. If you <laughs> if you read if you read a little deeper into the lyrics as as we like to do, it gets yeah. pretty filthy. I don't think it's quite shit music for terrible people because it's because it's quite it's quite honest and it's quite groundbreaking in its filth. So I right. think you have to respect it for that. Yeah. Um, and and it's Nelly, so you know, um, I think he can get away with a bit of that. If he was gonna, if if Nelly was gonna like kill and bury a lady in a shallow grave, like we're convinced, uh, was it Jay Z? It
0: was Usher.
1: Usher, like we're convinced Usher has done. He would have yeah. done it by now, because you know he's been around. He's been around for a while, yeah. And I think I- he's had his chance to to commit any crimes he may have done.
3: Mm. Yeah, so- I
0: don't. I don't think. I think if Nelly did kill anyone, it would be by accidents <laughs> Possibly. It, it would be so by some sort of bumbling slapstick accident is the only <laughs> way i could see nelly committing the act of murder um
1: and then ghost dad biggie smalls would uh, not biggie smalls um notorious big would lean out of a cupboard with a ghost tuber and go <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'd literally forgotten that biggie was now ghost dad yeah um and, and sorry, I do want to say that Biggie Smalls is also... Uh, I fe- I think people get confused because Notorious B.I.G. had so many names, but yet, yeah, no, Biggie Smalls was one of his names.
1: Oh, OK, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I oh no, people are going to call me out for lacking knowledge on, on American rap music.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's one person, I think we could have all expected to have an encyclopedic knowledge of... of um, early nineties, the early nineties rap scene. I would have said you. So
1: <laughs> of all the think, people,
0: I think you've let a lot of people down. But I'm today. sorry.
1: I can only apologise. Um, I've been a fraud, a disgusting <laughs> fraud, and I will be making amends. Um, I plan to be making a donation to the Biggie Smalls nineties uh, rap appreciation society, <laughs> and um, and hopefully that will work, that will help with any questions about my notoriety as a source going forward. So this song, where Nelly wants to have sex with a Porsche, uh, goes as follows: "Hey little Porsche, I wanna try ya, crazy baby girl. There ain't nothing like ya in the Porsche. So right, I had to get ya. Back it up and let's roll, roll, roll." Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that he wants to um, he wants to have sex with uh, with a lady called Porsche. There, Porsche, yeah. Porsche. Um,
0: he, he wants to get into Porsche. Yeah. And he wants Portia to back it up, which I think is a euphemism for moving herself backwards towards his lap.
1: <laughs> yes, d- please do that. Move, move yourself towards my ba- my lap and penis. Yeah, says M- says M- Nellie. Move
0: back, back, back it up so that your genital region approaches mine, please. It's what Nelly is saying. With yeah. that. Yes, I, I agree. And
1: anyway. then he says, uh, girl, let's go. You sexy thing, you turn me on. I need a private show here on the lawn in my garage. Not really places for a private show, especially not on the lawn.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think in the garage, you could at least lower the uh, you could uh, lower, <laughs> lower the your, door. your door, yeah,
1: but but on the lawn maybe um, not
0: that's not a private show no. i don't know i mean to be fair like nelly i imagine he's got quite a bit of money i imagine he's got sort of a sort of a fairly gated life if you know what i mean there's probably it's, sort of a high a high hedge, a or high hedge. around his property <laughs> uh, <laughs> i take high, you
1: on the road hey porsche girl you know what i want to do come on let me slide under so i can work on work on you there you <laughs> know we're having fun we're having fun with with car euphemisms
0: yeah, no, there is our fun car euphemisms. I quite like. I it's not something I would have thought of, but I yeah. quite like it.
1: <laughs> I want to take your top off. Celebrate the champagne pop off. Yeah, we could turn the clocks off. No rush, baby. We can just park somewhere. I don't need. I don't need nobody's permission. Yeah, no keys. Push start to ignition.
0: <laughs> oh, that's it's It is filthy. It's it's, it's
1: weird because it's like. It's both filthy and also sounds very automotive. It, you know what it is. It's filthy, but in a
0: very light-hearted and enjoyable way. Yeah. Like quite often when we're doing these songs, you know, they're filthy in the way that Usher wants to murder a woman and rape her corpse, yeah. or Conor Maynard wants someone to worship and debase him, yeah. or um, uh, Amelia Lilly want sort of some horrific sort of gr- kind nihilistic
1: of, uh, sex yeah
0: exactly whereas this is very positive yeah it's like he's having a lot of fun he i is. think and, and the, yeah, the, the chorus
1: is yeah but what were you saying sorry he's not but i
0: think a lot of these things you get the idea that certain parties are being punched pushed unwillingly into action
1: yeah
0: whereas Although we're not hearing from Portia's point of view, I think this could have this. This is a song that could definitely have gained from a female guest vocalist. Yeah, I would have said. Yeah, but you know, it seems like everyone's having fun with this. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like a positive attitude, Simon.
1: Yeah, me too. A positive attitude to your uh, to your sexually aggressive rap songs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, little Porsche, I want to try your Crazy Baby Girl That Ain't Nothing Like You. In the Porsche, So Right Had To Get You, Back It Up And Let's Roll, Roll, Roll. And then the chorus has what what I feel is uh, is imperative for a pop rap song. It yeah. has a si- section which goes, excuse me a moment, Here's a section that goes, na nah, 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 nah. nah. Hey Porsche, na 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 na, nah. I want you, na 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 na. <laughs> hey Porsche, na 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 na, nah. I want you. So you know everybody can get into that in the club. Yeah, exactly. Wanted.
0: Even if you don't know the lyrics, you can all chant along to that little bit
1: in the club. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. great so, yeah. song. Good work, Nelly. Good uh, work, Nelly. Yeah, you're a. Uh, you, there's a craft to your filthy, slightly yeah. automated songs.
0: Good work, Nelly. You you have made. Non shit music for decent people. Yes, good work. <laughs> which, which is what we approve of. I like that. I think I think. Where often when we talk about music, we can end up being quite negative. So I think it's quite nice to look at a pop song and be like, "Yeah, that's quite good. Good work." Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and and just like Nelly, sa- Nelly, Nelly says, he says uh, he wants to see how fast you can go, um, and he wants to see how your, you handle while he's cruising control. Um, and as he makes you turn around, he's going to turn up your sound. So I think, you know, it's possible that you may also enjoy yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's like, I want to have some enjoyment, but I want to make sure we're both enjoying it.
1: And <laughs> hey, I, let's have fun, but let's I, have mutual fun.
0: Let's have mutual fun and let me explain it through a number of carry on style euphemisms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's what the the, the the errand of mercy and Nelly say to you. Let's have fun, but let's have mutual fun (laughs) um
0: i think we've come up for our hour for this week yes Um, so thank you very much for listening um as always please tell a friend um it does help seriously like um and um yeah i guess we'll see you at some point next week
1: yes have a have a fantastic week and uh, and we'll see you again soon Love. have
0: a fantastic week don't buy any poodles and have some mutual fun
1: yeah not necessarily saying sexual maybe like play a board game or yeah something
3: play like a board game
1: like place your odds or something else from the 1950s <laughs> good night good
3: night